Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 340. It is Friday. Here in Cincinnati, it's a little gray, rainy, not super cold, but maybe 50s, um, and bright green. (laughs) Everything is this lime green color of spring that is just so unique to this area. Well, I'm sure to other areas also, but for us, it's such a signal of springtime. And the rain is just helping everything to grow and blossom. So it is a beautiful day, even though the sun is not shining yet. I'm hoping it will be out later. It's a Friday. Today I have new moon circles. A couple days ago we had the new moon in Taurus, and the sun moved into Taurus. (laughs) There has been a lot moving and resettling and continuing to move astrologically. And also energetically and physically here on our planet. We are, what are we at now? Week five of quarantine, I believe. Maybe we're at week six. Hard to keep track anymore. Um, Yeah, there's just a lot that is up for awareness. So when I was preparing for the podcast, I was trying to, like I always do, come up with a theme or a title or some sort of focus of which direction I'm taking the recording (laughs) and what I have found this morning is surrender again (laughs) and again and again I am going to read the lyrics to a song that really spoke to me yesterday when I was running and again today when I listened to it Um, I encourage you perhaps listen to me read the lyrics and then I'll put the link to the song in the description maybe pause the audio and listen to the song and allow yourself to drop into the same energy field, the heart space of the song as I listened to it. And I believe you will receive more from the podcast if you give yourself that gift. So I'll read the lyrics and then perhaps pause and listen to it. It is called In Dreams by Jai Jagdish. Here are the lyrics. Know you are loved rest in peace dream your sweet dreams till your soul is released know you are loved rest in peace dream your sweet dreams till your soul is released beloved child my heart is yours beloved child go out and open doors with your love with your faith with your compassion, with your grace. Oh, with your grace. Beloved child, you are light of the world. Beloved child, go out, spread light to the world. Be strong, be kind, be brave. Know your mind, 
Know that you are divine. Know that it's all right to be afraid. Know you are loved. Rest in peace. Dream your sweet dreams till your soul is released. Know you are loved. If you have the time in the space, uh, go ahead and pause me. <laughs> pause me and allow yourself the beauty of tuning into that song and the music and the chanting and then come back to this audio and it will be richer for that pause. So why do I share this song? Well, I'm going to try, not I'm going to try, I'm going to share my journey of this week in whichever ways flow through me so that there's an example perhaps of what it looks like when we when we cocoon in deeper when we go into the deeper layer when we allow ourselves to like i shared in last week's podcast open up the little doll and see if there's another doll inside that and another doll inside that when we go deeper and deeper into our own journey our own awareness our own process there there is so much there and sometimes it's very clear and sometimes it's confusing and we sit with it and look for signs and guidance and so my story I hope informs your story that's usually the only reason I share stories is to offer some uh, parallels perhaps for you in what you're moving through so for me my physical reality right now is that we are home my family is home pretty much all the time my husband who is a teacher is working from home uh, full-time so we're together all day every day uh, we he runs a couple errands but most of the time we're in the house my children are almost fully grown, mostly grown, and they are going back and forth between their dads in here. So we have half the week together and half the week not together. And when they're here, they're both doing school full time. There's a lot. We have a dog. We have a cat. <laughs> We're in the middle of uh, completing some really big house projects that we have been wanting to do for a long time that I've shared in past podcasts. And I'm running this business and tuning into what I feel happening collectively and having my own individual journey at the same time. And then communicating, obviously, with friends and family outside of here. So there's, there's a lot that is um, in my daily awareness, just like everybody else, right? We are all having our own uh, unique experience of this virus, this quarantine, this uh, pause, this big reset that's happening on earth. And mostly, I feel really steady. I have my daily practice. I have my time where I connect with the earth and get outside and run or walk or lately lots of outside yard work. There's, there's an ebb and a flow to my days and this movement through the quarantine that um, sometimes feels very clear and sometimes feels somewhat cloudy. So last week when I recorded the podcast, I knew, just like I know in everything I say to other people, that message is also for me. This is one of the greatest gifts a friend of mine gave me years ago when we were working together. 
She said, be very aware, everything you say that you tell a client to do, you should be looking at in yourself also, because teachers teach what they need to learn. Healers heal what they need to heal within themselves. They're healing others what they need to heal in themselves. And so I have always had that um, objective perspective of what I say and do, where I'm able to mostly look at what I'm telling others and then apply it to myself. And I see that as one of the greatest gifts of being a healer. We, When we're aware that that's what we're doing, we're able to evolve and move through our own journey with such speed and such grace because we're constantly seeing reflected in front of us the work that we need to be doing in ourselves. And so if we take that gift and keep you know, guiding others and then coming back and guiding ourselves, it's this incredibly beautiful cycle of energy. Most of the time I'm really clear in how I perceive that and release any connection to the other people I'm working with. I can see it in another and clear that for myself and then look at it in myself and clear that in myself. And so this loop doesn't trip me up very often. It's a very easy cycle. And because I have my own meditation and energy practices, anything that might get caught up in me from others, right, constantly I'm just clearing energy and moving it out. And I say that not from a place of ego, from a place of mastery and practice. You know, it's like someone who has been practicing the piano for years and learning and becoming more skilled at it and then they play a beautiful concerto like good for them (laughs) they've mastered the ability to do that and so what a what a beautiful thing to witness in an artist when they have mastered their craft and in my own journey I have I have mastered my craft I have I have uh, practiced and dedicated myself to understanding energy, understanding the flow of energy, understanding the guidance from my guides and clarifying how to translate that and transcribe that. And so most of the time I feel very steady in the work that I do. With this quarantine, I have felt very steady through the quarantine and being able to Uh, see the bigger picture and pull back enough over and over to understand at a soul level what humanity is experiencing at a general soul level I am not (laughs) I'm not able to tap into every single soul and feel what every single soul is experiencing so I don't even pretend to be doing that from a collective level source Gaia humanity I can see what we are co-creating and how beautiful and rich this time is. How profound the experience is that's happening on earth right now. And mostly I stay out of the density of it where I get looped, you know. So, um, why do I share all this? (laughs) Because... (laughs) Because I want to show how even when we've mastered our craft, we can get caught up in it at times. And it can feel so damn confusing. So I bring my journey to you to give you that example. So if you also experience some of those damn loops, (laughs) you don't beat yourself up and think the whole game is over. You, You have some compassion and forgiveness for yourself. And you 
allow the signs to guide you and show you the way out of that loop, which is what I'm sharing with you now. <laughs> so, so there, there's a lot of energy in my house with my beautiful family and everyone's individual experiences. You know, there's so much we're all moving through grief and loss and, um, just there's just a lot and so as a mother and a wife I hold space for my family and love that I'm able to do that and so in the midst of all this to have a lot of extra house projects happening um, normally those on their own would be a lot for me to manage because my home is my sanctuary and I hold an incredibly powerful uh, energy space here and so when there are big disruptions physically to our home there's a lot of energy I feel being managed by me to keep it steady through those renovations or projects and so we've been in renovation mode really from February <laughs> it's now almost May it's been a lot of holding space and mostly it's been really good and for some reason this week it's just, there's just a lot. Um, <laughs> I have a very adventurous husband who can do pretty much anything and is skilled at almost every trade and everything. He's just a master of his own multi-crafts and I bow to how skilled he is. And also he knows, um, he sees big picture and he knows how to get things done and I don't always trust that and so we rubbed up against some differences of opinion on Monday and Tuesday he wanted to paint the back of our house which is three stories high and so we rented this big boom lift and had a little trouble getting it into our backyard and actually set up quite a bit of trouble <laughs> so by the time it was finally set up and he was 30 feet up in the air in this little boom lift, my nerves were shot. <laughs> so, so Monday was kind of a wash. I couldn't focus. I couldn't get myself sorted out energetically. There was too much going on and it was just a lot. <laughs> so that was Monday. Tuesday, I claimed this time to be still because this is what I told everybody to do in last week's podcast. I'm like, sit still, tune in. So I'm like, well, if I've said it to everyone, I have to do it myself, right? There must be some incredible magic waiting for me. And this is what Sunday's meditation was, which if Friday's podcast resonated with you and you aren't sure how to go deeper in this past Sunday, that would have been... It would have been April 20, 20th. I think it was April 19th or 20th. Um, that Sunday meditation, which you can find on my website under my meditation library, it was beautiful. It was all about how do we go in? What does it look and feel like when we go in deeper? And it was just profoundly beautiful. So I heard my own guidance as I was guiding the meditation on Sunday and knew, like, I have to sit still, I have to listen, there's more waiting for me, that is a precious gift, and I don't want to miss that gift for myself right now with this collective focus on our own individual work, our own individual space. So Monday was a wash. Tuesday, <laughs> I sat in my beautiful cocoon space here in my office, and I journaled, and I reflected, and I pulled cards, and 
it was absolute magic. It was so beautiful. And all the guidance from my cards kept saying, you know, open the door to what's next. I got the five of pentacles as one of the clearest messages. And in the card deck that I use, the five of pentacles, it shows this woman leaning down, like uh, she's sitting on the floor and she's got her head in her knees. And there's this huge big door to her right and all the light is on the door and the door is closed but the key is right by the door there's nothing preventing you from opening it and she's just sitting there looking internally in and as i was pulling the cards i was getting so frustrated like why isn't she getting up why isn't she walking through the door what's happening (laughs) get up right i wanted to yell at this woman who i guess it was actually the door was on her left maybe I think that's the way she was sitting. I can't remember. Point is, she wasn't getting up. And so the next card I was pulling, I, I was asking, you know, is she afraid of what's on the other side of the door? And I could feel that truth in myself. Like, every time I open another door, a big door in my journey, there's often some bumpiness that goes with that. There's some unknown and... And there's some stuff to clear in myself. And sometimes that clearing of stuff, it kind of blows up around me. And then my relationships get bumpy or things just happen when we have big expansions for me, for many, I'm sure. And so I could feel my tentativeness about opening the door. And I hadn't been aware of that. You know, I've I've been uh, starting to create this next offering in my work that I call light medicine. And I know how beautiful the gift of light medicine is. And also, after writing my books, part of me is like, is it going to blow up again? Like when I write a book, like, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I am ready to open another door. I kind of like my cocoon I'm in. (laughs) The world feels really nice and sweet and safe. Do I have to open another door? You know, is that necessary? And, and so I've had the, so I had this whole process on Tuesday and, and I pulled a card to go, okay, what, what happens if I open the door? <laughs> What's behind door number one? <laughs> What's going to happen? And the card I pulled was so beautiful. It was the emperor card and, and that's what's behind my door. Uh, it was so funny in the, well, this is kind of jumping ahead, but I'll give you this nugget while I'm thinking of it. I have this space that I share with my friend Alicia Mathewson, and it's on Patreon, and we call it Creative Play with Viv and Alicia, and we share things in that space that we don't share in other places, and so that's the only place where I do card readings, and I do it once a month at the new moon. And so after pulling these cards on Tuesday in my own house, for me, on Thursday, uh, yesterday, I did the new moon card reading and the card I pulled (laughs) at the end, the message from our guides, it was the five of pentacles again, the same card. (laughs) And so I, I shared in that community, you can watch the whole video if you join the community, but I shared (laughs) just my reflections about the parallels between me and our communities, the collective. Some of us are very afraid of these doors that we know are ready to be opened and we aren't quite sure what's on the other side of the door. And so I said in that video, you, 
I can't tell you what's on the other side of your door, and I'm not going to tell you what's on the other side of my door, but here I am telling you in the podcast space (laughs) what was on the other side of my door. (laughs) But you're going to have to pull your own card for what is on the other side of your door. For me, it was the Emperor card, a card I've never pulled before. I normally would get like the Empress, the High Priestess, (laughs) you know, the Queen, like something feminine. And so to get the masculine card was unusual for me and also exactly right. What's on the other side of this door? What light medicine offers is a very structured process of health, a very masculine, um, strong foundational energy with action. You know, you do these things to take care of yourself. So it's a shift for me because much of my energy is very feminine and receptive and this, um, masculine emperor on the other side of the door is new but not scary right like here I was so afraid of opening the door what's on the other side the emperor (laughs) get a grip Bev like really that's what you're afraid of (laughs) it was it was such a gift to receive that card and that wisdom and so Tuesday was this beautiful creative day I flowed right into our gym community that night for our call it was amazing we've had new women joining the gym and it's just so exciting to see people connecting and friendships forming and so Tuesday was just bliss it was so wonderful Wednesday was the new moon and I woke up Wednesday on the wrong side of the bed it's the only way to describe it I was just off I couldn't I couldn't get my groove. Everything I was trying to do was not working right. It, it was like stop and go and stop and go. And I couldn't figure it out. And then I um, brought the kids and my grown-up children home. And there was just a lot moving with that. It just, I just really was struggling. And um, we also were doing some of the painting. You know, we took the machine back. But then we had a lot of other painting to do. And I could feel this this pull of I want to participate in these things that are helping our home look beautiful and also I have this amazing magical work I want to flow through and I also want to support my family and I want to be present and I couldn't I couldn't find my center on Wednesday and I could feel the uh, wobbliness again and how it has been accumulating you know this um, new normal for me hasn't been flowing as smoothly this week oh and I may add (laughs) maybe this is what started it as I have the awareness with you I drank a lot of wine on Sunday night (laughs) I confessed in the gym too (laughs) I normally don't drink very often because my body just can't handle the alcohol so we were watching money heist it was so much fun on Sunday night my husband and I are like almost complete with the show (laughs) We just started, I just started drinking all this wine and I got really buzzed, which is not right normal. And I think it just kind of threw my body out of whack for the whole week. <laughs> That's partly why I didn't get much done on Monday also. And I'm sure partly why I was so frustrated <laughs> with the paint setup. Oh, <laughs> uh, this space of confession. <laughs> so there's also that. <laughs> I was recovering from a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> three glasses that's not even that much for for me 
point is, <laughs> Wednesday night, we had quietly listening, and thank God, thank God for my beautiful friend, Andrea Henkels, and her ability to help me settle my body. So we had the session, this community session on Wednesday night at nine o'clock, and in that session, we encouraged our clients to lay down in their bed and go to sleep. You know, the healing takes you right into rest for the night. And so, um, <laughs> normally I'm wide awake and I'm feeling the energy of the container. And somewhere in the midst of that, towards the end of the session, I fell asleep. Like, I actually fell asleep as Andrea was doing her acupuncture. It was so incredible. And so I went to bed. There is a point to all of this. I went to bed on Wednesday night, receptive, open to guidance. And there has been lots of guidance that has been showing up in little ways all along my journey this week. But Wednesday night I went to bed and somewhere early in the morning I was asleep but dreaming, but awake. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. It's what I would call astral travel. It's where you're fully conscious of the experience that's happening and you know that you are fully present for it. And it feels like a dream, but it is not a dream. And in that experience, I was in this room. I don't even know what room it was. And I was like journaling and writing. And all of a sudden, right in front of my face, full size, big energy, right in front of my face was my grandmother, Momsi, who passed away many years ago. And I've talked about Momsi many times in this podcast. I did a podcast way back, I think at I looked it up before this, now I can't remember the number. It was 150-something, and it's called Honoring Our Grandmothers, and it's all about this bigger picture of the grandmothers, not just the physical grandmother in this lifetime who I knew and called Momsi, my mother's mother. The bigger energy of who are the grandmothers, who are the ancient ones, who are the souls that birth souls into existence and help guide them onto their journey, those grandmothers, those big energies, that's who Momsi is to me. That's who my maternal physical grandmother is at an energetic level. And I know that and I honor her consistently for that role that she plays. And in my dream, she was just right in front of me. And every day when I meditate, I call in my grandmother's energy. So I feel her all the time. But this was completely different. She was just suddenly right in front of my eyes with my eyes closed. And my whole body could feel her love. And I was, I was so excited. I was jumping up and down in my dream awareness. And I was calling for my mom. I was like, mom, 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 she's here. <laughs> Come say hello. Like she never does that. And to feel her so powerfully, so viscerally in front of me, it was incredible. And so my mom wasn't there, so it was just my grandmother and I. We just had this beautiful time together, and I journaled about some of it the next day. So I fell asleep and woke up and fell asleep and woke up trying to remember the dream. I didn't want to forget any of it. And Thursday morning, yesterday morning, I got up and I went for a run. And I was, it was a beautiful morning, warm and right before it was going to rain and I put shuffle on my songs and this song in dreams started to play so I will read you the words again with this new perspective of why this song spoke to me so much 
Beloved child, my heart is yours. Beloved child, go out and open doors with your love, with your faith, with your compassion, with your grace. Oh, with your grace. Beloved child, you are the light of the world. Beloved child, go out, spread light to the world. Be strong, be kind, be brave. Know your mind. Know that you are divine. Know that it's all right to be afraid. Know that you are loved. Rest in peace. Dream your sweet dreams until your soul is released. The song started to play and I could feel my grandmother everywhere. I could feel her with me running, singing to me in my ears, in the wind, in the rain, like everywhere. And so I came home. Well, as I was running, I was just having this conversation with her, like, what is it that I'm meant to focus on? What is it that I'm supposed to be doing? You know, there's so much happening right now, and I, I want to be present, and I feel the need to support all of these people around me who I love, and also, like, light medicine is so important, and what do I do? And just feeling that internal struggle of how do I prioritize my time and my attention, knowing all of it somehow will work. I can do all of it, but how, right? So I came home and I, um, what did I do? Was that, now my days are all running together. Yeah, that was Thursday. So we were painting yesterday. That's what it was. <laughs> Isn't it funny how time is doing this to me right now? <laughs> Let me think about this for a second. It was Saturday night, Friday night, Thursday night, Wednesday. Okay, so yesterday, that's right. Yesterday I was going to make a meditation and then I was going to paint outside. I think this is how it worked. Oh no, this, okay, so this is what it was. Isn't it funny? I'm sorry to do this with you. Wednesday, when I got back from bringing uh, my children back here, I had the afternoon to paint that's what it was. While I was painting, I was watching some of these Santero videos that I love so much. And in the videos, she kept saying, there is, there are energies around you who want to get your attention, but you're not able to hear them. And they're trying to communicate a message to you. And they're telling you that there's this beautiful gift that you have to unpack and you're not hearing their message. So I'm listening to all this while I'm painting in my juggling of everything that's going on before the virtual acupuncture session have the virtual acupuncture session, have the dream about Momsi. This is all Thursday morning. So yesterday morning, I finished my run after this beautiful song, and I'm at home, and I'm getting myself dressed and ready for my day, and up pops the newest Santero video. If you haven't followed her yet, she's this beautiful tarot card reader on YouTube. It's S-A-N, San. So of course, Who's it for? Aquarius. I'm a double Aquarius. And so I see it as the gift and the sign that it is after this dream with Momsi and then the song from Momsi and all of this beautiful clarity happening. And I watch the video and in the video, I'm going to try to do this without crying, in the video, she 
says, I started to create this video yesterday, but there was all this fogginess and I couldn't get clear on what to say, Aquarius, and so I stopped and I decided I'm going to pull the cards again on Thursday morning. If it's the same cards, the message is meant to come through. So she said, I, this morning I feel so much clearer. I pulled the cards. It's the same message, but even more specific. And she said, here's the message. You are so loved. And the one who you know the dearest, the one you have traveled with through lifetime after lifetime, is coming through to help you because it's really extra dense right now. And you're struggling and you're having a hard time getting your focus. So this energy wants you to see and know how loved you are, how precious you are. Everything that this song had just sung to me, Santero said to me in her video for all Aquarius people who tune in. <laughs> I I can't even tell you how many matches there were in what she shared. She, I can't even go into it. There were just so many matches. In the books that I wrote, I describe the role that I have at a soul level of this timekeeper for Earth, this uh, energy that is is um, sort of like the librarian, the story keeper here on earth and that my grandmother the one that i call momsi her soul her energy was the guiding force for my soul tribe that helped us prepare for the work that we do here on earth and in the video santero is using the words time master the one who birthed you the one who has guided your journey from the very beginning not just in this lifetime the one who prepared you for this human incarnation. <laughs> she said everything, everything that my grandmother is to me. I just sat there uh, humbled and grateful, grateful. And in the video, I bought the extended. She does these 20-minute videos and then she does a 20-minute extended video where she reads the next layer of the cards. She goes in deeper. And so you can buy those videos for $10. It's the most beautiful exchange. And so I bought the extended Aquarius video <laughs> from yesterday and I watched it and it was like having my grandmother just sitting next to me and telling me, just telling me like, I see you. I see you and I know how dense and confusing things can get at times. And yes, this shift is like massive, but you've got this. You're right where you plan to be. And the message in the cards again and again was you are so on track. You are exactly on path. You're on point and keep doing what you're doing. You are fulfilling this lifetime beautifully. <laughs> there is a part where... <laughs> Santero says, this soul energy wants to just come and scoop you up and take you away from all of this because you've already done all that you need to do. And yet that's not the point. And just hearing that made me feel so much better. It's like, oh, I'm choosing to be here for this right now. I'm choosing to stay in this experience on earth because there's something magnificent I know is coming through me. And I'm going to focus on what that is. The card that she pulled towards the end was flow. <laughs> the theme of my 
Wednesday, quietly listening with Andrea. The theme was flow. (laughs) One of the cards that I was pulling on Tuesday when I was by myself was all about flow. (laughs) Right? The Sunday meditation was how do we bridge, actually the new moon meditation I made on Wednesday or Thursday, I forget. It was about how do we bridge the heavens and the earth through flow. (laughs) We flow energy through us. (laughs) And so what I have become aware of, and this is what I share with you as my journey of this week, going into the deeper layer of my own process. When I allow that intense, beautiful energy, the awareness of all that I have access to, when I allow it to flow through my crown and run through my body and I'm fully connected to the earth and I'm just in that space of creative flow, my guided steps are very clear. My next action step is very precise. I know exactly what most serves, what feels best. It's when I'm busy or I am not grounded to the earth or... Um, I'm trying to multitask instead of focusing on one thing at a time. That flow is still coming in and it feels so much and busy and confusing inside of me that I, I'm not um, directing or guiding that flow. And so my human journey starts to feel intense and disoriented, overwhelmed. And I know this. So... The word compassion. <laughs> the word compassion has been a powerful word for me this week. Like, do I have compassion for myself? It's so easy for me to have compassion for other people and to see when they're confused or when their flow is getting blocked or piled up inside or when life is pulling them in too many directions. I can see it in others and have such compassion for them. And then I forget to give myself that same compassion. So, what do I do with that awareness? Right? Last night, I checked out of my family at 9 o'clock and I climbed into my bathtub and I chilled for an hour. (laughs) And I listened to a guided meditation by Oprah and Deepak and then the I Am meditation by Wayne Dyer that's just so blissful. And then I went to bed (laughs) this morning. I did my run and I felt the peacefulness and the beauty of this earth. And I listened to my music. And today I have a really clear path of how I'm moving through my day. And I'm going to check out from work by 7 o'clock and I'm going to play tonight, all day tomorrow, all day Sunday except for a Sunday call, which really is play too. And I'm going to decompress, and I'm going to not move too much and not be too busy. And then on Monday, I am being very uh, cocooned. Monday through probably Wednesday or Thursday is strictly going to be focusing on bringing through just, not just white light, isn't that funny I called it? Just white light is the book that has led to light medicine. So I guess I am bringing through just white light. (laughs) I'm going to bring the light medicine into form. I have much of it already recorded and journaled. It's just a matter of forming it, shaping it, putting it on my website and allowing it to be shared 
in the beautiful richness that it is. And it deserves my full focus. And I can feel um, in the message from Santero in my own journaling, like all of my guides are so steady in helping me bring this through because how it can serve humanity is so powerful. How it serves me is so powerful. And so it's my choice to make that my priority because the moment I make a choice, my family always honors my choices. It's my own indecisiveness that gets me all wrapped up. So I play this weekend and then I create next week because I have the sense that, you know, here in Ohio, my guess is we will start opening up somewhat at the beginning of May and what that's going to look like, I don't know. What effect that's going to have when people start coming back together physically, I don't know. And so allowing myself the stillness that still exists for another week to drop all the way deeper into this magical cocoon of light medicine, that's what most serves me. And what most serves me always most serves my family. So, that is where I am. The words I keep hearing over and over from my grandmother when I was running, I could just hear her saying this to me. Be strong. Be kind. Be brave. Know your mind. And know that you are divine. And know that it's alright to be afraid. A lot of the fear I have around light medicine goes back to this uh, eternal debate between science and the unknown, science and energy, medicine and natural alternative medicine, right? There's so much energy in all of that. And so I can feel that there are layers of fear that I am still moving through that require a safe, deep space for me to sit with so that when light medicine is birthed, there is no fear attached to it. There is simply this pure flow of energy. The very first light protocol, of course, (laughs) is a light protocol for dispelling fear. (laughs) So... Heal or heal thyself, I shall be listening to that a few times to prepare myself for the fullness of light medicine. <laughs> yeah, that light protocol is available for free on my website. It's under my main menu, light medicine, and the first one is light, light protocol 01 for dispelling fear. So if you want, you can tune into that with me over the next few days. And perhaps it's a way of us all holding space for each other so that we dispel the fear and allow more light to come in. The more light that comes in, the more clearly we are guided in our own unique path. And the more steadily we come into um, full alignment with what our soul gifts are. It is no coincidence that my grandmother is clearly hitting me over the head (laughs) energetically 
putting herself fully right in front of me. Oh, this was the other nugget. Oh my gosh, this is the other nugget. On the new moon, I received a video link from my friend Alicia to this message from this beautiful elder from the mountains of, I believe, Peru or the Andes. She had traveled all the way up to LA and she recorded this video message a week ago, but it showed up on the new moon for me. And in it, she describes what she feels is happening here on earth with the coronavirus, with this shift, and it exactly matches what I feel and what I have been feeling for a long time. And so to have that grandmother, that's how she felt to me, like a grandmother energy, validate this elder, elder is what I would call her, this stateswoman, this elder, to validate through this video, which was in Spanish and English. It was absolutely beautiful. I shared it on my Facebook page, so you can find it there. She, she was my grandmother in another form, communicating clearly, like this is what this time is all about. And her message was, be quiet, be still. Transmute the energy when you feel others projecting it to you. So, my grandmother, <laughs> Mopsy, in all of her magical ways, is guiding me so precisely, so carefully through this time. And the way I honor her best is to listen to what she suggests. So next week, next week I create light medicine. It's going to be beautiful. All right, that is my process. My hope is it informs you in your journey and offers you um, some guidance or perhaps simply just the validation of the signs that you have been seeing in your own journey. Trust them. There's a reason that those signs show up for you. If you're not seeing any signs, I would suggest you visit Santero's YouTube channel and look up um, under your astrological sign. What she has to say, you'll know if the message is for you. She is wise, wise, wise. Yeah, and then I move into new moon circle space, which will be beautiful. So I wish you a peaceful, grace-filled weekend of play and love and magic. And then the gift of dropping in deeper again next week. I will see you back here next week on Friday. So much love to you. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. 
You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.